You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. What is going on, guys? Welcome to Double Tap. This is Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to the FGC. Another week, and I'm also your host for this week as well. I don't. My my brain literally turned off when I said that. I was like, hold up, that's that's incorrect. Andre, aka Crash. I got Meza in the building. He's back. Uh, he's all good. I know yep. last week he took a step, uh, like halfway through the show. He had to take care of some business. You know what it is. Sometimes you life. just got to life. That's yeah, exactly what life. It, it's always an unblockable when things like this come up. And then of course we got Static G in the building. Of hey, course, fresh it. off of watching WrestleMania and then some still blitzed over that. Correct. It was a big weekend. Correct. Sorry, that's also a phrase which, from who, WWE. So there you go. Yeah, I was gonna say you could guess who's actually a wrestling a wrestling fan out of the three of us here. Uh, at least current wrestle wrestling fan, anyway. I know. I think we've all been. Yeah, uh, y'all still smelling with the rock watching is a little bit. Even before that, brother. Mm-hmm. Even before <laughs> oh, that. Um, got him. Um, all right, cool. So, guys, welcome. Of course, this is Double Tap. This is a podcast dedicated to everything and anything in the fighting Smooth. game community. We are live here. Watch out of me. We are live here. Of course, this is the 12th of April. Uh, this is episode 215. We are live here on the Matchless Buttons Twitch page as well, of course. So if you want to check out this show a day earlier, this normally comes out on Tuesdays, but we usually live on Mondays. Make sure to go check it out on Twitch. So we've got a lot to talk about. Uh, we're getting closer and closer to some things I'm very excited to talk about. Uh, I know we just had last week... Uh, Tong come through for an interview uh, from Temple Never Sleeps. If you guys are, you know, Marvel fans in any way, shape, or form, you sure as hell know what that tournament is. Uh, if you missed that episode, you should go back uh, to last week's and go check it out. Get some insights on the man, the myth, the legend that is keeping the Marvel scene alive out there in Florida. Shout out to you, homie, for coming through once again. Uh, so we got some trailers to talk about. We've got some updates that uh, happened literally the day after. I know we broke down uh, some updates that happened live on the show. We're going to go into some of those details as well. So it's going to be kind of jam-packed with a lot of goodies. So let's get right into it. So Fighter's Corner, we've got uh, someone that no one's really... I know that the goal is shatter expectations, but you weren't shattering much. As soon as her silhouette was shown, it was like, okay, well, we know who the hell uh, the next character is going to be. And that's going to be Mai. So we got the Mai trailer that went live uh, last... Uh, I think it was last Friday or Wednesday or something like that. I think it was on the 7th. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to be honest um, with you. I was re- good. I didn't care for this i was like ah well we, we know my is coming she's, so she's yeah she's literally oh. the chun Li of this series you, this telling... franchise like like a franchise without her is just just isn't isn't right like you just can't do this that is right? like, like in the getting, contract this is like getting excited for ryu to come to the game you're like oh yeah you know i hope ryu's gonna be in next street fire you know six <laughs> yeah we know he's gonna like, be in is, it. is ryu gonna make it or not it's like yes why would you even ask that? Is Mai going to be in a KOF game? Yes, of course. If you said uh, something she like came Vanessa, in, I would have understood. And be like, oh, okay. That's- yeah. So she's coming in, just putting a beat down on the uh, uh, Bogart boys for some reason. I don't, I don't, I don't know what's what's the deal there. But apparently, there's there's a, she's she's got a pretty big story apparently in this version. I think that was uh, what was tweeted out that she's got a very interesting story uh, in in this said game. Which, by the way, just to clear the air. Uh, cause it took, it took till one of our listeners to, to come in, just set us right. <laughs> so, uh, Zio, shout out to you, homie for one, uh, came in and was like, yo, I'm, he put the foot, he put the hammer down. I was like, yo, this is not a dream game. Meza, 
<clears throat> this is not I a dream mean, game. I said nothing. This shit is canon, among other things. <laughs> First set off, us straight. So this is some. This is going to be a canonical story in the KOF lore. So this is not a what if instance. But this ain't Marvel. This ain't no what if. Okay, he did state. I am correct that dream games, though, are not canon. Are not canon. No, yeah, that's, absolutely. That's all I was we saying. We kept calling this game. We kept calling. We, we we weren't. We kept calling this game that it was a dream. But sure, in fact, it's been confirmed that it is not. Uh, goes to show us, you know, we're not the, like I said, we're not KOF lore masters or keepers here. Straight up, I will not pretend that I am. We're not pretend that we are. Uh, it's just from what we've kept up with. I did not know in fourteen a whole lot of this ish got got you know the, the script yeah. flipped. I didn't either, really. I mean, I don't really, I didn't really care too too much, like pay too much attention to the story. I didn't even know they had a comic book, so that's pretty cool. Uh, Shout out to Zio for bringing that up. But at the same time, man, I'm used to I'm used to all these companies doing the same thing for years. What, what do you want me to do, man? You, you think I'm gonna stray away like they're gonna stray away? Look, I, I stand strong. All right, a dream game is non-canon. All right, so. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, so with her inclusion in the game, what I was expecting, this is this is the part that shattered my expectation, uh, which ironically, I keep doing that every week. So I'm like, oh, it's going to be this team. Uh, she is not, in fact, going to be on the team with King and Yuri. So that wasn't like announced afterwards. You know, when you usually have the third character, they, they tend to show you the team or and name the team afterwards. We did not see that here. Um, so it looks like they're not going to be the canonical characters in, in this, in this story. Um, so I'm curious to see as to who she's going to get, uh, paired up with, or, or maybe even one of the other previous two are not in it. Maybe we have two out of the three that she is included, but it's not all three of them. They're not going to be a specific team. I was looking at some stuff online and some people are saying, I guess she's not going to be team, like, you know, team female team, uh, whatever it is, uh, femme fatale, whatever. Femme fatale. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Fatale. So I, I don't know if that's a bad or a good thing or is just change of like guard in a weird sense, but maybe it might open up some more more doors. I, I, I take it as uh, as an opportunity to yeah exactly it's more really maybe supposed to reflect a little bit on what the story could be um, or what they're trying to do with the story, um, trying to kind of point you in a direction like okay look they're not on a team here these guys are on a team here maybe you know just give you a snip little snippets because they're not outright just giving us like this is the story. Or something like that. Like we're we're not gonna get that. Um, this is the best we can possibly do to to kind of put together what it could be. Um, are those little pieces that they're giving us? But yeah, at this point, is, not really sure. Is it me or does she look a little bit more? Dare I say anime? Like her, even her eyes are different. Like something's different about her face. It, it looks a before. little bit more. It to me, it looks sure, a little right? bit more. Yeah, it's not very kiddish anime. Actually, she used to be more anime-ish. I feel like now okay. it's like it's a little bit more serious and adult and womanly. It's a lot I'm more a womanly lady features. type. Yeah, this is well, she's she had is family before, friendly. All right, friend. she's is family she? friendly. <laughs> uh, she is definitely family friendly. I, I don't know what you you're talking that. about. I was playing. I was playing KOF when I was very very young in those bodegas and those Pizza Huts and such that had this uh, arcade machine in the corner god i miss those days anyway uh yeah so she's made it we don't know what team she's gonna be on we're just gonna ho- have to wait and see as to what they're gonna drop uh shout out to those also that are on twitch uh, on, on the twitch chat. i just noticed you guys there what's up appreciate uh what is it koala thank you for giving that love for the podcast i appreciate it for coming through um i literally just loaded up twitch channel uh twitch page and i saw that um sorry for the late response we were too too much into the family oriented details that is my 
Uh, yeah, we're just gonna have to wait and see as to what team she's gonna drop in. I mean, overall, she looks good. The a couple notes, a couple notes. All right, once again, not the biggest KOF lore here. Right off the rip, that is on some Anji type ish. I don't remember her yeah. fireballs ever doing that. I was gonna say where they're a two hit, and no. now it's like, huh, that's interesting. That looks dangerous. Like they're they've always been pretty standard fireball. Just you know, a fan, right? You can. One for one, it's usually one prior, one one hit of projectiles, and and that's it. It can trade, but now it's like on hit and now spinning and could anti air. So if you block, like, does it do that on block? Because if it's on block, then it's like, oh, what? That is some non uh, non committal type of move right there. Yeah, also, that little hop that she did too over over Terry on his uh, part. Oh, she's had was, that. Uh, she had that before. She's had that, right? Okay. Yeah. I th- I wasn't hundred percent sure. I, I was a 50-50 on that one. I, that but the projectile for sure. That one I yeah, wasn't. I've never seen that I was before. like, oh, I that, think I, I've that's seen. That's new to me. I don't know. I mean, yeah. She seems like my. I mean, with an extra additive, which is cool. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm. I don't. I don't really care. I like. I play her. She's cool, but not waiting for my i'm waiting to see a character who are you, you waiting yeah who are you per- waiting on? personally i'm i kind of got the characters i wanted that didn't mm. expect to make it to a new edition of the game but i guess since shuni made it uh i got Matekun, which mm. i didn't even expect people like that character but i guess storyline okay. says otherwise um i personally got Maru. i don't really need anybody else right yeah. now i just want to see Can new characters i want to yeah, like I just want to see new characters. I don't. I want to see maybe a little bit more of the the list of characters that they had for like two thousand two KOF two thousand two. Maybe bring some of okay. those characters back more of in a fashion of like storyline. Not everybody has to be there. Just a few, just one or two. Like maybe Bao or something like that. Ironically enough, for me, uh, I was hoping they bring Angel over, Team Mexico, I guess. Uh, but more specifically, Angel. I mean, she was in the last game. Um, and ironically enough, it's just like she is like the most, one of the more uh, wrestling orientated looking characters because she's got like a lot of callbacks to wrestling. And yet I'm not the biggest wrestling fan I, yet. I oh, use her a lot. Raiden, right? Um, wait, I, so. Uh, or Raiden. I, I just had a real quick question, though. How when is this game coming out anyway? We don't know. There's no date. Dude. And we've been the, so we've I, been getting consistent. To my knowledge, I don't believe so. And we've been getting consistent characters every week. If it's coming out in the fall and we're still getting a character every week, it's gonna be a ton of characters in this can, game. Can I be honest? Oh yeah. Uh, I think no. No. What? <laughs> I, I probably shouldn't think this, but I personally feel it'll come out before Eva, right around Eva. It would think? be a, a strong mm. arm move. There's a lot of games that aren't gonna come out during that time, and they would want a spot in Eva. I don't see why online if they're. Planning mm. to shatter all expectations for online, and if they throw a rollback in there, guess what? Now you have a good SNK, you know, online fighting what, game that could get in. What if they shatter all expectations and go like, we announced before Evo, oh, it's also on Evo and it has rollback. Mind blown. We're using GGPO. Like, like, you know, mind fucking blown. Could you imagine? Instantly, like, yeah, you definitely held up the, the, the marketing team in there is like, guys, we killed it. <laughs> they're like guys we did it shatter all time. expectations you're saying left go right go right three more times so it's technically left but you know what i mean what, what i mean say? it would shatter oh, my man. expectations because they've been just dropping characters so i mean even yeah, if they yeah. even if they just came out with uh during evo just to say hey guys this is the date and we got rollback we're using ggpo even yeah. you know something like that it 
it's it's gonna be an interesting situation. Yeah, like if they're gonna, I it might it makes sense for them to announce that Evo like when it's coming out. Um, but the whole shattered expectations thing is if they manage to get that before Evo and it would actually be a part of Evo. But that's like very very tight. Yeah, and I don't know if the whole initial you know week by week character is supposed to symbolize that hey we're gonna have an entirely super huge roster. Or I like at least a solid, you know, base roster, and then they're add to it. But like KOF's known for really having kind of lo- bigger rosters. To be honest, they're kind of more on that side of the spectrum, especially on launch. Um, so it's a fifty-fifty. We'll 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 have to see all these guessing games. Um, but what we don't have to guess, like I said, is Mai's in it. No surprise. Uh, but what the 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 guess will be as to what team she's gonna be on afterwards. So we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, in the meantime, though, we've got, let me see, some MK stuff. Uh, one big note, of course, is next week, I believe. Yeah, next week. Next Friday. Not this week coming up. But, you know, we're T-minus like uh, 11 days before the MK movie finally drops. I'm super stoked. Uh, was talking to Static G about, you know, maybe an idea we might do for that movie. Uh, we'll, we'll discuss some more details in. We'll definitely let you guys know, but we're super excited. I have high expectations from what I'm hearing and also things that Static G has also been told me he could share, but I'm like, I don't want to get spoiled either. Yeah. That it's going to it's going to really live up to the name of MK. And I'm very like I said, I'm very, very excited for it. So I'm kinda like staying away from last uh, since the last trailer that showed like Goro in it, I'm kinda like just blinders dog like i'm trying not to see anything because i really want to sit down and actually watch this movie from the rip um without any real spoilers so uh, uh all love to everyone that is also waiting hopefully you don't get spoiled because i'm like yeah really i saw it on a gif on my newsfeed. it's terrible oh, yeah that sucks. I, I, it's yeah i love that's that's the hardest thing man is if you have to deal with social media and and you're also into shit like you know movies or things that get released like you get spoiled so quick unintentionally yeah. You have to like not do social media until you get that done, or else you will more than likely get spoiled, and it and it sucks. So weird. Yeah. I, I'm so when I used to be into oh yeah, and not see <laughs> any of this stuff. When I was I into I Walking right Dead, blocked. I had to avoid Sunday nights, just going on social media. Sad to be like that. Um, in the meantime, though, while we're waiting for the MK, uh, the MK movie, there is this really cool tweet that actually came up. Um, little lore here. This is. This is several levels into the iceberg. Uh, I know I just told Static G what, what an iceberg video was, but for those that do know what an iceberg video is or don't know, it's uh, basically when they take a franchise and there's different layers to it and they explore the, de- the different depths. The lower you go, the more really deep and into the the depths that that this franchise has. It could be rumors. It could be um, well, mostly it's mostly rumors. I want to say or extremely obscure facts about a series or uh and in what it's also th- it's also theories too it's uh, theories, a lot of, yeah, a lot exactly of like, a lot of crazy theories that make sense yeah, but that, may that not. could that could fit but it's never yeah. confirmed nor denied so it's like like i said it's in the depth one of them for the longest time when it came to mortal kombat was the inclusion of johnny cage or the non-inclusion of johnny cage in mk3 because for those that are mk heads uh, or might know a little bit the lore with uh Mr. Daniel Pacina, who was the the actual actor for MK1 for Johnny Cage and several other ninjas and stuff too. Yeah. Um, reprised his role in MK2. And of course, at this point, MK1, MK2, like Mortal Kombat's now established itself basically in pop culture at this point. It is it is blowing up. It is an incredible franchise. Uh 
he, you know, and, and these actors, you know, they got to get paid. They got to do their thing. And there was a separate, at that time, there was a separate uh, game uh, that he was promoting as Johnny Cage that wasn't Mortal Kombat. Oops. And that caused some issues, or at least people alluded to saying that that's some issues. And sure enough, when MK3 was coming out, Johnny Cage was not included on that. Um, so they were like, oh my God. It's because he promoted this game. We didn't. We we under contract. He's in trouble. We can't use him. We can't have Johnny Cage in there because it's it's his likeness and stuff, right? It's technically when you're when you're at least in that situation where your likeness is captured for a character. There's certain re- there's certain things you have to uphold, which like you can't be that character for any other franchise. That's been the long holding like rumor and statement as to why we saw Johnny Cage like uh, what is it um, tombstone in the background in the cemetery. We're like, oh my god, he's dead. Right, Johnny Cage was canonically dead in the MK world at that point. Well, John Tobias, one of the original OGs of MK, um, a really a, a super big component. You know, it goes usually Ed Boon and John Tobias are like one on one when it comes to being the father of the franchise. Um, took to Twitter and actually explained the situation because uh, it got into some not into an argument, but it became a Twitter feed. And then he actually just came out and was just like, "Look, this is the situation." So you know, the rumors and mysteries behind it. Uh, a lot like so he states in it it is tr- uh, in his uh thread it's about 10 messages Jeez. long but i'll kind of summarize a little bit you know between mk1 and mk2 there was a big change as to how they were going to add characters in right like there were some characters that didn't return in mk2 right there was no sonya and there was no kano they were actually background characters on yep. the stage where you see shao Kahn and such right and people are like why is that I, well uh-huh. it makes it pretty clear oh go on what, what's well, your what's your thought i always thought um Ever since me and my brothers, when we started playing MK2, apparently in the booklet, mm-hmm. it shows that Johnny Cage was going to die in MK2. And then we we were already ready for him not to be in MK3. I I was I, I was fine. Honestly, I don't yeah. know about that. I don't I have yeah. to I'm gonna have to do some soul searching on that one to see. But um the main thing that Tobias went into was, you know, selecting characters. And the way they did it was that they would go to Remember, arcades are still prevalent nowadays. They're getting their data from these arcade machines. Sure, there are home console ports and stuff. They could tell how much a game is selling. But when they're trying to get data, like how popular a character is, they would go to arcades and actually plug in a secret code, the EBJ code, I believe that's what it was called, that lets you get into the audit menu. And they would check and see who's the most popular character. It's funny enough, in this thread, someone talked about it, how they discovered it five years ago. It's like 10 blocks on the player two to player one, player two to player one, and then you do it, and then you actually get the audit menu right there in the actual uh, uh, game. And this was Prevy in MK1 and MK2 and even MK3 when eventually that came out. Uh, and they checked. And Kano and Sonya were just the lowest used characters in the game, which is why they're like, oh, they're not popular. We don't need to include them. That's how they got their data. Uh, they would walk around. This is, I think, more towards the Chicago area. Things what they stated because they weren't like traveling nationwide for it. They were just going to Chicago. You know, Chicago was prevalent, very big in the MK scene. It's where it was, <laughs> where it was born, where it was beca- where, where where it was created. Um, so you know, they decided on uh, Kano and Sonya in MK2. Uh, Johnny Cage, as he states, despite the rumor and nonsense, was cut because he was the least selected character in MK2. Nobody was playing Johnny Cage. Um, and if you, you can look into the history, even on a competitive sense, I believe Johnny Cage wasn't that good competitively as well. So he that wasn't even bolstering his numbers uh, it, it, for that scene at the time. Um, 
And then he even talks about MK3, how there was no Katana, Molina, or Scorpion. They were already talking about adding them when Ultimate. Like Ultimate was already in the pipeline when MK3 was already was dropping. So they eventually added um Johnny, I believe. I, I can't remember actually if you stated why they added Johnny actually. Um they just okay, they brought him out because they used it as an opportunity to bring back Johnny Cage, Raiden, because Raiden wasn't an MK3 either, even though he was more popular than Johnny in MK2. So it's it's actually a really cool thread. Uh, it breaks down even more of it, and then you can check out that video with the actual, uh, with the actual like uh, auditing menu that they're talking about. That's super secret that got discovered a couple years ago. It was really cool to see. Um, like I said, that's just like one piece of the iceberg. It keeps going, it keeps going down from there. I don't know if you guys want to make that journey, but as of right now, we're kind of still on the Bro. surface level. This was pretty. This was pretty common knowledge that like people were that rumor of like, oh, he just got fired. Has he like, never no, heard of a case. twit longer? god damn probably not probably not use the twit longer it's fine no no use the twit you gotta farm you gotta farm them likes dude you gotta farm them likes look 700 100 you would have had like 2000 160 200 he actually kind of has over 2000 here yeah (laughs) so he's farm yeah listen they they know what they're doing they know what they're doing these guys are professional trolls i think honestly out of all the developers that is the biggest troll you can see on twitter who's bigger him or me Ooh. No, it's mm. definitely definitely. I think it leans more towards Ed Boon because secrets and MK and things are like yeah. kind of pretty prevalent. Yeah, that's a thing. thing. He really leans hard into it to bait people. Yeah, half the time. So oh no, he has just nothing. say some things and then just leave it open. Like oh maybe maybe not. Like Ed Boon will say the wrong thing just to have you thinking the wrong thing and then be like oh no I was just kidding. Yeah, release the MK trailer and it's hope. a literal like tractor trailer with MK on it. A tractor trailer or yeah. something. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He would do that. Oh no, would just be like. I don't have a trailer, but it would be nice. Haha, Blanca laughs and then yada yada. That's 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 how that's how I see it. So I definitely rate Ed Boon as uh, being higher. All right. So other than that, there's not really much to talk about in MK. You know, we've had the we've had the what is it? We played UFL League season one went down. MK was kind of being brought up a lot there. Now it's kind of chilling again. Uh, so we're just gonna have to wait and see until this movie drops because that's gonna be the hot topic for a week or so. Uh, so look into that. Like I said, 11 days. Cannot wait. Um, I sure as hell hope Liu Kang wins the tournament because if it's that other original guy, I am going to be so pissed. Just let him. Just let him have his shine. Dude. You, gonna pass you don't the want some UFC guy happen. who's like so relatable to that win? Ha- he's going to be like, he's it's, like human? it's my turn. You know, you know he's going to hit that line. It's Luke my Kang. turn. Nope. He's, he's nope. us, nope. man. <sighs> we did go right. over this. So we, we <laughs> went over this kind of speed run style because it was very very yeah it was literally fresh like we are we're going towards the end of the show and then this came up so we kind of looked at a bunch of the details so we did go over the popularity you know ramathal is the new bike and apparently that's cool um but the details is what we didn't get into and that's what i kind of started looking into more uh so you know once they talked about like kind of things like the the balancing and such um, the things that they wanted to tweak on, which is what we're going to look into here. So for Strive, uh, the main big pieces of feedback that they got from this, uh, there was three specific ones. One, damage being too high. Um, I completely agree. I definitely put that on my survey. I think damage was way too high. But they go into details as to why, right? Like, if you looked at games like Accent Core Plus R, the Rev series and such, you wouldn't get damage at that level unless you knew really specific and nine times out of 10 difficult combos, right? Right. Like 
you, you're not going to crank super damage unless you knew how to RC in certain points. If you knew your RC uh, points for like Accent Core or uh, you knew the most optimal uh, damage combo from specific hits, like you weren't hitting that kind of damage. So they felt that that being such an exhilarating part of the gameplay and the franchise itself, remember, this is catering towards the more casual play. They want to bring more people in. I want to emphasize this. They brought up the damage a bit because that means the combo the combo lengths are shorter, but you still get that high damage. So you still get that same reward without having don't without having the craziest like you know combo needed. Don't get me wrong, there are still pretty complex combos, or rather at least more difficult combos you can opt for. And yes, you can still definitely get uh, uh more more damage from. So that still caters to like the guy up there and the guy down here and the guy in the center frame here that can you know, execute on those, but they still didn't want, want to shy away from letting the casuals not have to put in hours upon hours of work in order to get that same feeling because that's an easy way to get someone to not stick around, right? So it, it makes sense to me. I don't know about you guys, but it makes sense. I'm okay with it. Personally, the game, the damage is super high. Like, it, I'm not going to say it isn't. It's ridiculously high. If I get hit by Potemkin, I lose like half my life. I will thrown. But even if I get hit by Soul, I lose like half my life off of like four hits. Yeah. My thing is, if you get hit by Potemkin, it's when you get hit by Potemkin. And then at the same time, it's sort of Mm. like, there's no true way to keep him out. Like, I couldn't practice hitting uh, Mega Fist for my life. Like, I would try every anti-air option. I would have to burst him off me, and then I'm still kind of stuck in the corner as May. It's so frustrating when he when everything else does most damage and there's no like he doesn't have to be he doesn't have to use potbuster to actually be good either. Yeah. So there's some, the the third piece is going to actually kind of address your situation a little bit more. Mm. But um I get that. I I definitely had to hit the lab as well because in situations like Potemkin where it's a character that doesn't have mobility um but they had they get, you know what's the trade off? I don't have mobility but I get insane damage. Like one pot, like two pop busters, and yeah, off anything, and that doesn't even include pop busters. Then, then you just sprinkle the pop buster in there as like, oh yeah, he can do that too. But he can still. That's a problem. He still has the double fist, and then the headbutt, and it's like, well, actually, that one you can option select the grab. I I option selected that thing. I never, I didn't, I never had a problem with that. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, But I option selected the shit out of that. I was like, you come with me with that, you're gonna get forward dusted every or back dusted because I'm in the corner every time. This is Giovanna. She could do that. So the second piece that they hit, which actually I honestly didn't think about until I really like read this again, was Roman cancels are interesting, but I felt limited by meter use. Mm. Um, stating here, you know, in previous Guilty Gear games, um, they've always had positive things to talk about Roman cancels. Um, I think honestly, besides the Rev series, I you know Roman cancels are are enjoyable. I don't like Roman cancels in the Rev because the shit that they can do in that game are vastly different. From what you did in, like, say, the previous entry, like Accent Core, you know, the fra- uh, the frame phrase, frame phrase, frame freeze, uh, the weird shit, like, you can kill a charge character's charge when you use that. I don't know, you know, that's like hidden, forbidden tech that I don't know if some people even recognize. Um, but other aspects of it are still good, like trajectory and, you know, your, your actual momentum carries with it in certain situations. It's the same with in, in like Accent Core plus R and such. But, in strive honestly because of the way you know it works like the one method you use it is defensively so it's your it's your dead angle right you you defensively roaming cancel to kind of get someone off of you it's a pseudo burst uh so it's or really a pseudo dead angle 
Um, sure, I, on incoming, you can use it, but like, I don't know what it was about like the meter. Like, I didn't catch myself using it a whole lot. Like, no. to be honest. So I got to play this a lot offline with people who play Guilty. We've been playing Guilty Gear nonstop. And mm-hmm. what's nice is we had like, it was like training sessions. So we could kind of sit there and really pick things apart. I ultimately felt like roaming canceling was more important than using uh, anything else. Like mm-hmm. roaming canceling was the basis of the game at this point. And then okay. I guess it was like the blue roaming cancel where you could like, you could shift. It's like a roaming cancel shift. Where you can like shift yourself yeah. forward or an angle forward, or something like that. forward or backwards. Yeah. We were all and, they, and if they get caught with it, you slow them down. Yeah, we were all doing that, but we weren't using flawless defense like ultimately every every opportunity. Like in I'm pretty sure if you remember in Accent Core, you're using flawless defense a lot more, you know, but you're getting mm-hmm. meter primarily at a good pace. In this game, you're getting yeah. a lot of meter, but you're not using flawless defense. You're actually opting to just block a bad situation that they're just gonna be negative on later on. Maybe you might for Kai, you know, after two swings, FD one time, and then he's his next move whiffs. So it's like flawless defense is kind of trash. Not gonna lie, and it's I don't say it's the limiting by the meter use. I mean, well, yeah, it's use being able to use the meter for anything else other than roaming cancel. I think it's pretty bad. I think outside of that, I think that there wasn't enough of time in a tutorial to show all of the Roman cancels. They shown us a video mm-hmm. before, you know, online, but to anyone yeah. who's new to the beta or even, you know, picking it up, um, there were so many different ways to use Roman cancels that were more, History. I think actually more beneficial than using actual meter or overdrives, um, mm. such as like the movement That's option. It. There was like the blue Roman cancel where you could move forward or back or there were yeah. some cheap stuff defensive that people one. were complaining about. There was a defensive one. There yeah. was purple. There was red. Uh, the defensive one is basically there is no dead angle in this game. The defensive one literally is dead angle. Yeah. But the thing about it is that meter is very important, and like you really don't gain like the, that's when other aspects of the game kind of come into play, like the wall break. Right when you break the wall and you have that meter buff, your character is a super character, like straight up. It just is a much better character than it was before. Um, but for some characters, like a super might be more beneficial. Than trying to Roman cancel, but Roman cancel, I believe, was I know it's been a, a little bit now, but I don't know if it was it's still the twenty five percent or if it was the fifty percent to do it. So it kind of was like a hell. That was a lot to invest on a single Roman cancel, uh, which is what they're talking about here. So they're looking, uh, they're considering the general rules around meter uh, meter gain. Um, so they're not just like increasing the gain rate, but we should be able to use our meter more freely overall. So if- they are making some tweaks to it to kind of make Roman canceling like much more of a common tool. I think if they're going to make Roman canceling cheaper to be used, make it harder to use. Sort of like what blue Roman cancel was. It's, yep. it's literally I, one it, or two, one, two yeah. or three frames to use. And it's only 25%. FRC, yep. Yep. Yeah. I'm F- fine with FRC, that. The, 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 blue, the blue, for those that don't know, an accent core, like if you Roman cancel in specific points, you, it could be one to two frames or however many in a specific move, you actually get it for 25% uh, percent versus... A red Roman cancel, which is like you know vanilla at any point, but you're paying fifty. So it's like it's another way, another layer that the game is rewarding execution, mm-hmm. which could be another deciding factor for you know the casual versus the the vets, right? Which I kind of like more and more the more I, I think about it because 
it doesn't stop the casual from like, yeah, I could just Roman Castle wherever. And you're right, you can, and so could the veteran player if they wanted to. And but if yellow the vet and a more experienced player wants to do it, oh yeah, and yellow and the other one. Mm-hmm. Yep. My bad, you were saying. <laughs> no, I was gonna say yellow and the other one. Go on. Well, all right. Well, let me finish my thought. Yeah. Is is that the vet could still opt to put in the work, and that work be rewarded by having to lose use less meter. Mm-hmm. The, the more I, thing about it, the more I kind of like the idea of, of FRCs being in this game, to be honest. I, I will give, did you want to go? Cause I know you were saying, you no, that was my, that was my only idea. I was just saying strive has uh, not strive. Exert has the yellow mm-hmm. one, which is super easy to use, but go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally, this is from a Ramlethal standpoint, because I think that'll make more sense. I think characters who play like Ramlethal, who can kind of control the pace of the game right off the bat, they're kind of the characters who are rewarded for moving forward compared to characters who can't do that. Like, I mean, if I'm playing maybe Potemkin, him building meter right off the bat is not a thing. He he has to commit to something. That's he doesn't some, need meter. But that's he not doesn't the, fucking need meter. Like, but you, but I legit, I'm like, I, I'm surprised if I see a Potemkin oh. super, let alone a, an okay. RC from one. Look at something like Faust. Faust definitely needs meter. To be useful, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I can see false, that. Uh, a Nagaruki or whatever. Kind of, he needs space. He kind of does, but, but um, from what I've noticed, at least Giovanna, she needs she needs the meter. That's what makes her yeah. a lot more. Effective. Giovanna's like a two set, two, two, two double edged sword there because the more meter she has, the more damage she does naturally, right? So what are you going to take? Are you going to keep the yeah. meter so she becomes at that weird state where she gets a five percent, ten percent bonus versus using it? But at the same time, to unlock her potential. Yeah, I think I think she's definitely a character that requires it. Actually, the more I think about it, I just think um, they should. But yeah, so so meter use is going to get tweaked up, uh, and then this this is uh, the third one, which kind of alludes more towards uh, Static G's problem. Um, jumping is too strong. I know you didn't say jumping specifically, but it's kind of still in the same ballpark. Yeah, uh, yeah, Mega Fist hey, round one start. Mega Fisto counter. All right, well, all right, next round, let's go. Sheesh, that's um, great. So many characters uh, <laughs> felt that the uh, many players, excuse me, felt that the neutral game was lacking due to grounded anti airs being too weak, while aerial options were too strong, making a jumping, uh, making jumping a common choice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've also determined that this needed improvement and made significant changes. Just maybe outlining that right there. I can't explain each individual change here, but this one will be one that's very noticeable and different from the open beta test. So yeah, jumping in was um, fucking free. Like, to be honest, it was really easy to to jump in and, and kind of make your approach that way because ant, like anti-airs, outside of DPs, because the DPs were good, like, even if you blocked a DP, you're still, like, the person who did the DP is safe because they get so much pushback, like, you wouldn't get punished for it. But, you know, those that didn't have it or had really shitty anti-airs, which were pretty common, um, it was just free. Like, like uh, Static G said... Getting mega mega fisted and not being an anti air. I went into the training room. It is very specific to do it. And can it be done? Yes. Now do that in a game, like an actual match. Is like good luck. It's like, almost like it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's it's you heard mega fist, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm gonna to like a I'm like, let me DP and I'm gonna pray to see what happens. Oh no, I just ate that. All right, well, right. GG's. Oh, he RC'd? Oh yeah, I'm dead. Mega fake out. Like you gotta do it before it's even active, which is like the Yeah, you have move. to be like, he's gonna do it now? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, it's it's active very, very well, I don't want to say it's active very early because some of the tricks that I've learned once again, this is just me. This is my experience on on jumping and dusting, almost almost like an option sex, similar to like the Magneto option select in Marvel where you're like 
dashing with H uh, with H and HS or something, so you get an option select of a uh, of H, so you could get a grab uh, like on the first frame if someone's there. I was doing something not similar, similar, but like the same mindset because it doesn't start right away, but once it is, it is just a giant hitbox. Like you, anti airs are just getting blown up. Like maybe if you had a really good six P, you'd be fine, but even then, your six P won't be as active as that is. So you have to like get it just right. Um, so that was just one concept. Like on like others, like outside of a safe jump setup, like yeah, it was still free to to get in. Like. Milia could get in for days, and when it's a character like Milia, that her whole game plan does revolve from coming in because she has higher mobility than anyone else in the game. Double dash, you know, mix up high lows. Like she's gonna come in from the air on top of things like freaking her dagger that doesn't exist anymore. Actually, in this one, is she still playing the same game? That's how good jumpins work. I, I personally, are. I personally feel it's good. the only way they can fix it, which I I know it's the only option they're gonna have from what I can see right now is adding more startup to jump frames, mm. which is kind of weird, but it would s stop a lot of the constant jumping and because their game is meant to be a neutral grounded game. And we always knew that going into this one, we were like, oh, this feels really grounded. But then mm. a Ramlethal player, I'm just jumping. Why? Because there's no, there's no real negative to it. You doing 6P from afar, good luck. Uh, you know, canceling that Roman, canceling that into something good. But if you don't have meter, I don't care. I'll throw it out mm -hmm. all day and then I'll make you guess from yep. me just doing like, oh, did I air dash in and out air dash back? Roman cancel, blue Roman cancel. Like there's so many things, man. Uh, shift cancel. It's just jumping. It was free. It was yeah. free. There was just no, there was really no, no bad decision in doing that. It's like, we're in neutral. You're here. Do I have a good jump in? Yes. Go to that. And, it was free. Like it, there's really not much more to say. But they're saying they're adjusting it. Um, I'm along along everyone else that's played the game is very interested in seeing as to what they need to nerf adjusting soul it while to. At it. Okay, okay, bro. Have relax. you seen what he like, does? The game's not the game's not even out yet. The game is not even out yet. Let's not. Did let's you not, not fight Soul during yet. the beta? I did. Bro, I had no problem. He does Hence why I'm telling you. Yeah, you fine. fought some bad ones because all he does is one button and he's plus three. Then the other it's always been plus unga bunga. Like, plus two. You, nah, you just bro. gotta un unga bunga. That's all. All right. Five, so we'll we'll slash, get into we'll get slash. we'll get into the last piece, and that is getting rid of infinites. So due to obviously um, the overall like overall simple structure of the combo system, or really the system in general, some characters had access to infinite combos. They plan on dealing with this by adjusting the game mechanics in addition to the character balance. Remember, there is going to be some tweakage to the characters. They did say it was in the ballpark, but um, there's definitely going to be some changes. So they're going to end up that these combos don't end up as the most viable option. So if you reread that, they're not actually getting rid of infinites. What they're doing is adjusting the game mechanics to do something specific when it comes to those infinites. And they actually give you an example. Hitting an opponent with the same move over and over again more than a certain set of time will make them float less. So, you know, you can't like like they're they're getting rid of infinites in the sense of you're only going to get a rep or two in before it becomes impossible. Like in theory, could you continue it? Yes. But the adjustment of making the weight 
go much lower, so you can't continue it. It's similar to something like MKX and MK11, um, or you know, a couple of the NRS games where floating becomes a variable after a time to help prevent from an actual combo from being an infinite. Um, they state they don't want to get complete. Uh, they want they don't want to completely get rid of all loop combos, so they chose to increase the ways we can balance the game. I only have one. So Giovanna boys, well, be uh, happy. We got those. Zotto. We got those still. I, also Zato. I mostly only have one problem with this because they're saying this, but then you got to think about there are characters that have combos that are sort of like loops that do scale. Mm-hmm, yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. But now people are going to fall faster. You got to think there are characters who are considered bigger characters whose certain combos yeah. don't work on at all. And there is there is no other route. Now it's well. going to be harsher. Yeah. So I'm thinking, is that okay? Well, I mean, I I had trouble I like comboing the- Potemkin, period. Yeah, yeah, which like makes, big characters are always going to be funky. Yeah, Weights no. are always going to be weird. Yeah. Um, that's, that's just known for the game. Um, but, I mean, I like the idea because there's definitely combos that are not normal, but they're pretty standard in some characters. Um, as If you look at characters from Axiom Plus R and such, and Rev series, there are characters that do have pseudo loops that, in theory, could you infinite them? Yes, but is it the most viable option? That's the biggest thing. That's what I thought was interesting is, is it, it will never be the most viable option. It's there, but really do you really want to put yourself through it. If say you're only getting one hit of damage, like per hit, and you're only doing like a three or four hit combo to loop, are you really going to do that for 10, 20, 30 times? Marvel Dante players don't answer that. That's rhetorical for you guys, especially if you do an infinite. Um, but that, that's what I mean. They're going the approach of like, they don't want to get rid of it. They just don't want it to be viable. Which, in the same sense, is kind of like getting rid of it, but it's really getting rid of the impatient players that will don't want to do that, um, or the players that want to really just get the damage in. Because um, even if I do have those Giovanna loops when the game drops, and I see like they scale he- heavily, not like they were like a really big part of her gameplay, but like the fact that she has them, like two loops, I got my damage, cool, set up, set play them as best as possible. Versus like, oh, I could loop you all day. But it's going to take me an hour to get this match. And the TOs will already fucking are going to get mad at me for doing this. So I'm probably not going to do it. And my hint, I'll probably have arthritis by the end of the, the, the loop. At that point, go but for a reset like they did in Marvel 2. Exactly. Exactly. It, it is no different from like that idea of like, well, you could. Yeah, there's plenty of infinites in like Marvel 2. But like the scaling is disgustingly bad. Like you're not going to do it all day. And if you are, you're going to you're going to max out the, the combo like meter, uh, the combo. uh counter before the person dies like are you really want to do that like nobody's actually gonna could you do it yes it's available to you to do it freestyle do your thing and express yourself but like is it really worth your time it's up to you so i like that approach i don't think it's gonna be that big of a problem um so yeah we we did talk that there is gonna be a second beta uh waiting to hear about that that's gonna be super super awesome uh, but in the meantime, I don't want to also, uh, I want to make sure to bring attention to this. They are taking in topics and submissions for future back uh, developer backyards. I implore you, if you have done feedback, go to part five, go down there, click on the business form mailer link. It'll bring you to a really cool, very simple, uh, like it's, yeah, all you need is a nickname and a message and agreeing that, you know, it could be addressed live. So basically, you know, your name will show up if they pick it. Um, I did mines already. And I implore you guys to do it. Ask them about crossplay. That is 
I think the only thing that is missing right now from this game being probably the best it could possibly be is crossplay between PC and console. I know they're already going to have crossplay between gen. That's generation crossplay, PlayStation 4 to 5. That's fine. That's already implemented. But let's talk about crossplay from PC to console. They already went rollback, and look how good we set them up for success. You added rollback to your game, and this beta had everybody hooked on your game. Like, I don't know how much more correct could we be. Crossplay yeah, is one. like right next to it. Well, this is the this is the versus. I know mode. network yeah, mode that's the online lobby. lobby. The lobby. The lobby. The, on, the lob, online lobby was garbage. They know this. Look at that. Yeah. Over 60% <laughs> like, you know, we're on this. Yeah. Or 50 something percent. Yeah. But it's because like, you guys, we don't have it like last week. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. I, I, per- uh, I but, personally feel they, they should just not do another beta. That's a waste of time. No, they need to. They need. No, you think they do? Hell no. It is needed. You think yes. they really need yeah. to do Absol- another beta? Absolutely. Fucking lootly. Is this because you want to play it? Or- it avoids. One. It avoids just Hell having yeah. to get yeah. Yeah. Let's to- make that number one because oh I want to play. Two, because okay. mm-hmm. um, they delayed the game. You need to build hype up for the game. General marketing mm-hmm. is very much an easy way to do it. Sure, get it on Steam. Get your commercials up on Twitch. Buy some space on YouTube, Twitter. Do your thing. Uh, get a beta out so people are fucking playing it so you can get more people exposed to it. B, also, you know, it's going to be closer to that gold product. So if you're they're making any tweaks, we get this a chance to use it there and have them do any last minute tweakage before the game comes out will be very beneficial to all parties included. And uh, did I already mention I want to play? Yeah, because I want to well, fucking play well, the game. Let me ask uh, you this. Yes. Do, do, should, they, should they release all the rest of the characters then? That I don't know. Um, because there's already been like a, a not a weird situation because it technically doesn't matter anymore. It used to be like if you pre-ordered the game and you were you were playing it three days before, you weren't still gonna get Anji or Eno or anything past the chapter one of the story because they didn't want people getting spoiled on the story. Uh, that changed, I think, a month ago, or I know we reported on it where now you get to play everyone. So if that's the case now that everyone's being played, um, they might go that route with the second beta and be like, well, here are the two characters anyway, so you guys can play them. I think they should. I think yeah. honestly they should That's because the I think I the beta, beta making sense. Yeah, because the first beta definitely set get, get set the expectations for for them as to how people felt about well, Temkins, the new characters, uh, and the uh, current characters that they made massive changes to, like Ramlethal, who now ends up being everyone's popular choice. Right? I think that's oh, all great data for them. Uh, that they they so I think it's just very beneficial for this beta for sure on multiple to uh, multitude of levels, especially if they're going to give us any of those. Tw- jump in tweaks that they're talking about um if it's going to be a second iteration of the lobby which it has to be duh because the new game's coming out the game's coming out like within the month i want to say i'm i'm speculating that's going to happen next month um to to make sure their online platform is going to be good or better than it was before um they they absolutely they need to build the hype back to the game we were so hyped for this game that we would have been playing three days ago i would have had a beard down to here i would have just like not done anything else uh, along the hundreds of thousands of people that also would have been like that um we would this is all we would be talking about this podcast might have been canceled today if guilty gear would have came out three days ago they need to do the same deal again but if it's better it's only going to reignite that fire everyone had for it. There's some people that, yeah, they, they haven't technically forgotten, forgotten about it, but like it's died down. And if the hype has died down, their sales are going to die down. They need to do the beta for their own good and to quality test the shit they're going to want to deploy in a month afterwards. Like, absolutely, this beta needs to happen. 
Man, this and is also like, because I want to play. Did I say I wanted to play? Because I want to fucking play the game. What, what's crazy is like I'm usually in that position, saying everything that you're saying. This time, this time I, I was curious. I was curious to see if anybody else thought the same. I Absolutely, I, I think a little bit differently. Like I'm thinking, could they do a more promotional, send something out? You know, hey, here's like you know, I don't know, extra content, blah blah blah. You know, all that extra BS that most uh, I you know. You know what? Do. You know what's extra content? You know what extra content? Doing a beta. There you go. Um, but yeah, guys, we we got kind of like the majority of the developer backyard. If you want to check out the details, just go. You can Google it real quick. Guilty Gear Developer Backyard Part Five. Make sure to go hit that form. Tell these fools you want crossplay. Telling you, it's like the one thing this freaking uh, th- this game is missing is it's just crossplay. For real, for real. Um, all right, so. We play UFL, uh, the Ultimate Fighting League that has been going on for three weeks now with three different games, $50,000 a pop. You had your MK11, you had your Soul Calibur 6, and now we have our Tekken 7 that just wrapped up. Our, uh, Arsalan Ash actually ended up taking it. Ended up, I don't know what he played at the end, but because I didn't get a chance to watch the Grand Finals. It was? Okay. Because uh, he, did, he did play some Lydia early on, and I was like super stoked to see that. And it was awesome to watch. I don't know if she was carrying her all the way to the end, but he took the crown for this one. Um, overall, and that actually concludes the season one for this. They're, they will be having multiple seasons moving forward. Um, not sure as to if they're going to change the games up or if they're going to consistently stay within these three. I think it's a good space for them. Um, but overall, I think the production was incredible. The event was really good. And Tekken 7 was hype. Got to, got to see things like double KOs. It's like f- slow freeze frame double KOs between what cats like dope. JDCR and Saint, which was freaking amazing. Yeah. Uh, incredible matches. I still got to catch up on it, but congrats to Arsalan Ash for winning this one. He's unstoppable, man, since Evo. He's, yeah, he's, he's actually a monster. Work and the entire, his whole scene definitely on his back. And actually, while we're on it too, Six, six Sense sure is also part of that scene, I believe. Uh, one of our listeners. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm sorry. The so one thing I want to bring up. There you go. Sick sense. Sick sense. Uh, we didn't get a chance to to do this last week because uh, it just happened. Uh, but Woes was also the winner for Soul Calibur 6, who is a PA native. I don't know yeah. if he's Philly oh. specifically. He's a PA native. Um, but I'm not sure if he's from Philly 100%. But yeah, took the Soul Calibur 6 champs. Um, I got to watch it. The man was dominating. Um, if you hadn't had a chance to check it out, I know that's technically a spoiler for you guys, but you can go I check mean, out the VODs. They have them all live. <laughs> I, know, I know it's old news, but you know, it's some people now. might not know. Yeah, it, it was all Tekken. Right. It was like, yo, Soul I had his time. Now it's Tekken. But regardless, still incredible production overall from everyone over at uh, we, play, uh, we Play Esports and for the UFL. This is season one. They're going to have more coming down the line. I'm just wondering if they'll do some really dope shit, like maybe do Strive or uh, something, right? That'd be uh, kind of sick. I got to say this. Uh, I really, really enjoyed a lot of their content, but we were watching that Tekken, like the openings and stuff. Man, I'm look. I'm gonna be honest. Not everybody needs to be punching that back. All right, not everybody. Yeah, they yeah. Need some, they need was, a you could, few you could other tell things. who's really. You could tell who was really a fighter and who's yeah, not. Yeah, like or at least like, who the, who the least amount of times I saw a fist that was like this <laughs> and just like not even twisting, putting uh, their hip into it. I was kind of like, you've never been in a fight. Yeah, got I, it. I just would have loved to see maybe a little bit more backstory on these on these people. Like they had time to maybe fly out, just get a little bit of backstory on some of the players. Uh, that would yeah. have been more interesting than watching them punch a punching bag. I mean, I still think it's cool to have in there. Maybe throw some other things in there too. Have them working out in the gym. Look, I'm not saying that's what everybody does, but 
you know, show that element, maybe, you know, a little bit more integrated instead of just saying, hey, punch this bag. Because some of those behind the scenes are terrible. <laughs> well, notes for them. Make That's sure to good. Give them a Hit heads the bag. Hit, yeah, just like that. Punch and kick that bag. <laughs> I was like, oh, hell no. You ain't going to tell me what All to right. do. All right. So, um, for those that didn't aren't aware, haven't looked at your feeds lately or anything like that, uh, the spring update did go live last week on the 6th. This was the day after. Unfortunately, we didn't get a chance to cover it live or anything like that, but we got to see. Some sh- what Street Fighter has in store for several characters. Uh, we got to see more of a breakdown on Rose. Um, I got to see some more gameplay for her. But m- one of the big titles or big uh, big pieces here was Oro. You know, mm-hmm. this is now two games he's in. Re- record uh, setting the personal records right there. Uh, and he's basically plucked out of Street Fighter Three. This is just straight up a, a third strike character. Um, just added added a turtle to it. Uh, I mean, how how we feeling about about Oro? I don't know. I feel like he's just he's gonna be. I mean, he's gonna have his good things. Like, not that he's generic, he's but it's just like, mm-hmm. all right, he's a new character. How do you make a like? I always think about this when you're making a new character. Meza, you might speak to this more since you've mm-hmm. you know a little bit more development side. Um. How do you guys make a character and try not to make them broken, but also try to make them viable and fun? He looks fun, but it's just That's like always the question. Right, double jump, okay, that'll be cheap. That's good. The chicken stomp, tearing him is going to get tricky now. The, the fireball yeah. is good too. The V skill fireball is even better. Are the rocks cheap? Oh Are yeah, they not cheap. Like <laughs> the the new move, the new move is the kicks looks Jeez. sick. You know. Like, um, if his whole job is to set up his fireball game, that kick is about mm-hmm. to be the biggest piece to it. Like, right. sends you the fact that it sends you full screen. Like, I didn't realize like how important that was until yeah. actually I was talking to uh, MJ about it. He was like, right. "Yo, that kick!" And I'm like, "Yo, why is he tripping out about the kick?" I'm like, "Yeah, right. it's a uh, the low version only does one, what medium is it and heavy does two. But he but he goes, no, it's not even so much right. But it's just like yeah. the fact that look at the amount of distance mm-hmm. you get from landing that. Yep, and then all of a sudden, you could it. just cancel that to the V-Scale Fireball afterwards. And yeah. now he has a non-committal approach that he could just go in on. And especially considering he has a weird double jump. Imagine, like, kick to Fireball to double jump left, right. Oh, did you guess wrong? You just lost. Yep. Like, I already can, can theorycraft that. That's, like, going to be a big component to it. If it's viable, once again, like, if it's not good to, like, if you can't really um, confirm into it, then that's, like, a little bit of a problem if you can't use any of his normals to buffer into that kick it'll be an issue but the fireball looks pretty strong it's a long long startup but once again you got to look at the character as the whole kick uh the whole kit yeah and yeah it is multiple hits i think it's three Um, hits or four i think it's three um it looked like three so gabe to answer your your question in my most honest way of answering it we purposely kind of let the character be broken so that we can nerf it it's easier to always retract than to give. So you give the character as much as possible. You try to keep it. I'm being honest. This is the truth. When we made I Petra know, for but- Rumble Pack, she was she was Morgan on crack with Magneto connected. That's not normal. You don't do things like that. That's like forbidden techniques that shouldn't be released to the world. But we did <laughs> it. And people said this character is really strong. So we toned her back. It's harder to give a character more animations, more moves, 
it's harder to just add and not make them less enjoyable considering you already have stuff for them that people are going to enjoy. Like there's aspects of oral that people are going to enjoy from the, I think the booger to the kick to having rocks to being able to have a lot of his kit from third strike. So you don't take those things away that make him a really fun and enjoyable character to some, but the new things you have to let them kind of somewhat be broken. Like maybe the damage isn't as high, but the utility is insane. You want that so that people mm. can say, hey, this character's fun to play, super strong, but too strong. Like Seth. Seth was really strong coming into the game. Akuma, insanely strong. Got Still toned. strong. Yeah, exactly. They just pulled him back a notch or two. They never really add, if you ever notice. That's, that's always a thing. People used to always say, uh, if you have the most balanced game, that is the worst game. If you have the most imbalanced game, that is the most enjoyable because things are lopsided. It's the challenge of beating the best and also playing as the best. Okay. Okay. In- interesting, interesting developer take I mean, on it. Um, even if a character has good buttons like Kid Boo, he still ends up being mm-hmm. amazing no matter how much you nerf him. Anyway, let's go to Rose. So, yeah. Broken. Some characters are like that. The, so the, speaking of amazing, Rose Favorite character looks, in the game. She's busted. Okay. So Rose, Rose looks great, um, but I'm still on the... Uh, the, I'm, I'm actually on 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 Static's uh, camp here that her cloth still feels that doesn't oh feel like God, a real ShamWow. Like, it feels like a, a paper towel. Paper, yeah. Really, it's it doesn't it doesn't give me the form of cloth. I don't know what it is, but like ever since it, he stated it, like it just it reminds me skinny, of like what's uh, Hashenko's right. paper friend? That's what it looks like. Mm, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. talking about? It doesn't Basically, have any volume yeah, yeah. to it. That's really what it exactly. is. Exactly. It has no volume. doesn't feel correct. It looks um, great. Everything else past that looks great. Yeah. Just not when she uses it. Emotion, it kind of throws looks you off. Awkward. Yeah. Know. All right. Other than that, I think the, the dynamic of it, the damage aspect, the chip damage of the tarot cards off the V-Skill, it's a pretty good idea. Like, that green card could save your life. Like, yep. green card uh, drops the, the damage uh, of your opponent. The purple death uh, card increases the amount of chip damage and gray damage inflicted. So, um, yeah, you you'll see the you'll see the the actual examples that like yeah she she can be put she can put you in very weird situations. Um, but her cards are random. Like you do not control it. It's just mm. whatever is up next. You get to see what it is. Um, no, and so then it's, you it's can Harley Quinn all over again. Fortune shuffle or Injustice one. Yeah, Harley, Harley with Wonder Woman type idea. Yeah, one, uh, Wonder Woman. Really? Wonder, no. Woman Wonder Woman. You could random buffs. You control. I think oh, her Injustice her one. She? Was it yeah, Injustice one or Injustice? Oh yes, yeah, you're right. Injustice one, two. One. You're right. You're right. One, it'd be her, her shield, her uh, arms, her lasso, or, or lasso. Her that was so random. Yeah, that was random as hell. Um, yeah, so she has something similar. So it's really all about adapting to the situation and knowing your routes afterwards, which is cool. But then you can always change. It's not like you have to be stuck on it, but like, you know, that's your prerogative as to what you're going to take in that situation. Uh, then she's got, of course, her V trigger, which uh, allows her to um, teleport, which is kind of like gnarly. Uh, she's got different teleports. She's got back. She's got behind the opponent. And then she has the one that's above, which nine times out of 10 is what you're going to probably want. Uh, there's, I don't see any other reason. Like, you know, once you have V Trigger, you have the Street Fighter 4 mix up, kind of, kind of, where she could have soul satellites running and then you teleport and bam, like, did they touch a button? Did they press a button? Uh, you get a free approach, a free in. Even with regular fireball, yeah, there's definitely some left right situations there because uh, you can fake out a teleport. Um, you could set up some pseudo. Ugh, 
Like she literally the air. The, the beautiful yeah, part is she actually doesn't over. have to wait for the fireball to be out, like to go out. As soon as she throws the fireball, she can instantly teleport. So it's almost like a, a full string in its own. Uh, yeah, I personally like this because I'm a Rose player. I played Rose since Street Fighter Four. Since she came out, it wasn't because of Luffy or anything like that. I just like the character a lot, and I even play her in Alpha Two, many other games that I probably shouldn't play her in. But um, ultimately, mm-hmm. I think this is probably the. It's so hard to say because I really love Street Fighter Four's Rose. This might be her best iteration next to Alpha Two. Alpha Two, she was really fun, really strong. Uh, had the same, had a lot of the same systems, uh, but I don't know. She's a little interesting. She's just different to some extent, and she doesn't play fully like herself. So I'm excited, but I do like the teleport. I do wish I had that that v that vism that a groove, however you guys want to call it. I re- well, I really love that, but it's just yeah, how maybe. limiting how much damage am I really getting from that versus maybe the teleport. So. Either way, she's flexible in every matchup, and I just off of watching this, I think she's gonna probably hands down be one of the stronger characters out of this season coming. Yeah, I so, hope she mm-hmm. is super fragile. She better be glass. Yeah. Oh, and she, like, by the way, by the way, her not. her output, her 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 exit. Yeah, she's pretty good. Her outro the can, animation. The Karen, the Vipers in there it's, too. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a random tarot card each time, Sick. which is really really cool. Um, yeah, she, she looks like her utility is just through the roof. Um, as expected, she has a very unique kit, to be honest, like the teleporting, the V slash a groove type of, uh, feel from like alpha days. Then she has so satellite. So I, th- I think she might have the most flexibility in terms of like combinations Creative. of V skills yep. and V triggers. Creativity. Yeah, like, like you could exactly, you, you have like a lot of different ways to express yourself with these two very unique triggers. Like they're not like remotely similar as to the play styles like one is literally about oppression and the other one though technically could be used in an oppression oppressive matter it could be used to help zone and control the field out more um by the way the costume's amazing mm-hmm. like i, I love all of them so far there just it doesn't okay. look like she's a snowball character either i'll be honest like you know how let's say poison's v trigger is like super strong still even mm-hmm. after the nerfs um and by the way, Meza, when you said that, oh, yeah, you know, they don't let a character be too strong for too long. I mean, Seth was out there for almost a year being being well, crazy. I'm just saying that. Oh, 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 <laughs> no, no, I, I don't disagree with that. But think about it. Even uh, when Yun came out, right, it took one oh, more yeah. season before, which was their final season, before they nerfed right. him. So th- this is this is the last season season of Street Fighter Five. Oh! Right. Sorry. Yeah. I know. Right. Twice. <laughs> this is the last um, season of Street Fighter Five. So ultimately, they, they always do this. Street Fighter Four, the last season, they made everybody really strong. They made a lot of characters really strong, go under the under the you know that under the radar, nasty. and they all and they also had the Omega mode. So think about that. So yeah, so I, I, I don't. Andre's showing us is uh, a fireball <laughs> it's, it's into bullshit. teleport from Rose. I don't know. I and, think this is perfectly 18, fine. At eighteen minutes, at eighteen minutes, the bro, I got string. hit because I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna block left." Right, it that, was the right. And even on the block, guess again. Oh, mm-hmm. grab! You didn't see that. And she has buttons that will help blow up the the grabs for sure. Oh my god, it's okay. She's yeah. she's the character I've been waiting for. This is why I don't play Street Fighter. I'm literally gonna buy only her because this is the only character <laughs> only I want to play. Like. I, I keep getting told, are you going to play it? Are you going to play it? I'm like, only if she's good. And she looks All good. All right. Well, hey, man, 
Mezzan knows his priorities. Make sure uh, whenever you she, lose, even she definitely looks, not yeah. playing Street Fighter Five. So make sure whenever you lose in ranked that you hit begin training with these characters. Straight. <laughs> so up. that so Straight that up. you can I, learn any characters I, that you lose to because you never bought them. <laughs> that's like every character, including the normal characters. And I just like honestly, I run my own game plan with throws. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You just have to abide by what I do. Tick. And that, I think that's well, what she's gonna do. In theory, we'll see. We'll see what happens when she drops. Uh, so onto the real piece, the real piece that we're all here that we actually care about, because then those characters like whatever me. Yo, yeah, we've got some nice. rival schools in my Street Fighter. Or no, you don't have Street Fighter. My rival schools is definitely the other way. We got to finally get to see some Akira gameplay. Not expecting this, to be honest. I was expecting it to be kind of the Oro situation where they showed her at the end, and then we'll see another update with her. But no, they were like, no, 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 no. We, we got you guys. We, we know have what something you want. ready. We have it's cool. Something I have one problem ready. with it. What's you know, up? I'm always going to have a problem when they do some stupid shit like that, where they recycle. Looks like a V trigger, dog. recycle oh! moves, Sorry. man. But that's the only thing that made it up for it was that she could do air combos just like in. Project Justice and all the other games. Rival schools. What are they man? recycling? So yeah, well, uh, they recycling? so where she does uh, V trigger, she does the kicks. That's the what we call it. Uh, what's the new chick? The blonde hair chick that's considered Spanish, but she looks white as hell. Lucia. Um, Lucia. Yeah, Lucia. It's the same kicks. Not that. Where are we no. seeing? Just wait for it. Not I'll show it to you one. right here. Same thing. First man. of all. First of all, first of all, first of all. Well, you're going to say because Lucia goes one, two, many three. Of all, many of all, many of all. No, 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 because we don't know what the hell this is. Like, we don't know what this does. Lucia, Lucia is a run, is a running stance <laughs> character. Like, she can only do those kicks then. I'm and saying, the other kicks that you're referring to are just her V skill. I'm just saying um, I don't like recycled moves for, for a brand new character. Brand new. Technically, this isn't brand new. This is no. they're literally porting over just what she did in Rival Schools. Uh, if you actually want to talk about recycling anything, you should be looking at to uh, her and why her and a lot of Yun's moves tend to be there. Because if you look, she actually mm -hmm. has the shoulder, she, she has, has the punch, she has the palms there because her martial arts is based in a in, is is a Chinese based martial arts. She has a mix of that. Um, so you're gonna well, see I, a I lot of that. those same principles there. She's one. Of but the just in case you were like wondering. Because things like their elbow, which we saw there, which looks incredible. It's and it's actually that ridiculous in that one right there. That elbow yeah. at twenty two oh seven that she just moves thirty feet forward. That's just a regular normal in Project Justice, <laughs> and it's so broken there. Uh, but it's awesome. Yeah, so we finally got to see her play. We got to see some V trigger action, um, and of course, the, you know, one of the big pieces that they were referring to is like she's gonna have a specific rival school type of mechanic. Um, I'm guessing it's this specifically, the actual multiple air combo juggles. Um, I know it's not hard of a guess considering no one else in this game can do it to this degree at all um, is what she can do. But it looks like that's possibly only a V-Trigger instance um, that she can only do this during V-Trigger, which I makes don't... sense because if this was like her regular combos, this would get boring or not boring, but it would get repetitive very quick. Remember how I said there's certain things that you're going to that they're going to add to the game that people like from whatever else? This is going to be one mm -hmm. of those things that's going to possibly become a broken thing that they're going to have to find a way to nerf <laughs> later. And it's, it's just the truth. That's just how it works, right? Yeah. It's un no, the producer it's one hilarious. of those. It's one of those things you that they produced and they don't have an actual. They don't know how it's going to work out, right? Nobody expected yeah. Dan to have an infinite. They put in a. Oh. They put in something that they thought was cool, 
uh, you know, a stance that, you know, he taunts, but it hits somebody. And now it's a part of an infinite. This is the same thing with this. They don't know how it's going to work out. They want the players to really explore and see if it can be broken. So we can kind of look at it from. Yeah, a, absolutely. Can we nerf it? Or do we? Keep so it? I know <laughs> they should just uh, keep it because, you know, it's at the oh, end yeah. of uh, honestly, we're kind of like at the end of um, Street Fighter 5. This is really the last we're off of the game. So might as well let it rock, maybe because Street Fighter 6 will be around the corner eventually. Yep. Um, so we got uh, treated to a little tidbit at the end. We don't know what her super is uh, as of yet. Uh, but we actually got to see what is potentially what I'm assuming is going to be her other V trigger, V trigger two activation. Because for one, she does do her activation of V trigger. That whole white explosion is kind of the big signal that I V triggered. Frame freeze as well is there. But then they added the extra uh, team tag uh, graphics straight out of Rival Schools. This is what shows up when you actually try to team tag uh, crash attack or whatever it's called. Um, and then we had her brother bust in. All Shin Akuma-like or regular Akuma-like CVS2 style kills Bison in the intro. Daigo, the man of men, which is actually his title in the game. And then he just poses and blows you up. Um, don't know a lot about how this activates, if it works on both hit and block. Because she, if you look closely, she is in a very particular animation during this whole time. This is not her idol animation. It's like she's and waiting, then, you know, fucking charge. Yeah, and then she like, actually oh, says goodbye out. and everything to him. So it's like, huh? Then to then we're back to idol animation. Uh, but we were already talking about yes, like Daigo's definitely in the game. We even brought the leaks up a long time ago that were posted up and showed very early developments of Daigo when they were modeling him, including her as well. Um, fun fact: she's five three. So that means Daigo is only about like 5'8", but the dude looks like he's over six foot. Don't get <laughs> it. The, 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 the heights keep messing me up. Way smaller than he, he used to be. Jumped out of there. out like a superhero. Yeah, my, straight Superman over here. Like, my people need me. I got to go to... Excuse me, sis. I got detention to go to. Later. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we got to see that. Hopefully, she's going to come out a little earlier. I think they both said for winter. Or I think it was supposed to be summer for Rose and for her. Or maybe she might be fall. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Uh, in 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 Discord or any tweets, uh, that's just off the top of my head. Wait, but yeah. overall, I'm pretty stoked as to how she looks, her implementation. Yo. I like how Rose looks. I'm digging Oro. I think Rose is the 17th update. this week, I believe. Right? No. Rose is the 17th. Yeah, she, yeah, 17th or the 19th. No. Can I be honest? Um, Ask. April 19th. How, how tall did you say Dago was? Uh, she, well, no, I was always going off. She's 5'3", yes. And looking. She's 5'3", but like where she is compared to him when he walks by her, she's like barely at his shoulders or almost at his shoulders. That means he's got to be like 5'8", or something. No, five he's 6'6", six, six, technically. 6'6", six, six in rival schools. Does not look 6'6", <laughs> six, six in this game. If <laughs> that is 6'6", six, six, I'm like, so he should be then, Sagat height. At least then right? the lady from Resident Evil Nine is got to be like Godzilla levels of height here. The um, mistress, new kaiju, Dim- bro, Dimitriscu. Lady yeah, D no, six, is six. what I will be calling her. That's yeah, crazy. I know he's supposed Ooh. to be six six, but but you 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 tell me with uh with a with a straight face and tell me that. He, no, he doesn't look six six. That like like there's nothing. That's why I got confused. five three five three. She's at the shoulders. You're telling me this is six six right here. Crazy. And this is six not. six with his hair, because his hair is an extra like six inches. So maybe maybe up here. I don't know, right? bro. Yeah. I mean, 
But this is five three six six question mark question mark. Not sure. Yeah, they might. I mean, they're all in high school, so <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now, this dude's got some big ass shoes, though. Yeah, those are. Remember, those are I thought Daigo six shoes. I thought real Daigo was actually taller than what he is. So there's that. What's Daigo's height? I don't know, but he's shorter than me. Damn, I I really? <laughs> I thought so. Dude, J- so, you you remember seeing JDCR, Dre? Uh, JDCR is short as hell. Yeah, JDCR the worst is I thought. Me. He's like five. I thought four, James Chen was five. short, and he ended up being actually really tall. So that's the weird part. Yeah. There you go. Shatter all your expectations, people. I learned that from SNK. You might as well um, just put real yes. people in the game now. So with that, uh, we just have a couple of things we're going to get into for the randoms of the FGC real quick, guys. And then we'll jump into our community question. So off the rip, uh, let me see. What do we got here? Oh, yeah. The Eddie input thing. This is this is something I'm, I'm just going to do a quick glance at because... Um, it's uh it's something very very new and i just wanted to get a chance to to at least give you guys a heads up as to what it is because i've been a big fan as to some of these uh some of these tools that have come out um in especially in the guilty gear phase in the guilty gear like area like action core plus r got that really 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 incredible replay tool that came off the beta now is live where you can literally just replay sections uh or specific moments in a match and replay it over and over again and then change the inputs of that replay of that situation you got put into so say you get hit with some almost unblockable from uh a zato player or something and then you press the button like you press like 2d or something or 2s and okay maybe if i dp there what's the situation you can hit replay and just do that well we have something like that right now so uh eddie input um is a tool that has been made by, let me just make sure I get the names correct here. Uh, well, on YouTube, oh. we definitely covered this man's uh, use before, but Novo yeah. Tataki, and it was created alongside Nergorin on Twitter. They released the video um, last week where now this is something you can apply uh, to any game and share that tech with anyone. They can just load it up. You know, the days of. Like, oh, yeah, this is how you do it. Maybe you have your homie, you have to parsec in or can only have, be in training mode or something like that. Now it's an actual file that you can take. As far as my understanding, remember, this, this I haven't had a chance to actually like really look into all the details of it. Um, but it's something that's in open beta right now that you can get your hands on. This is for PC specifically, where you can do things like even help yourself with things like the FRCs that we were discussing earlier. They're just one frame, two frames. You can put audio signals for it so that way you can learn. And it's just a matter of, you know, Another training tool that could help uh, uh, fix this issue or give you the, the you know more tools or more capabilities to actually get better. Uh, pretty sick, and uh, it's an open beta. You guys can go check it out. There's definitely some things that can get improved on it from what I'm already seeing. But any tool that we can get that to help you know you elevate your gameplay in any way, shape, or form is always always welcomed. And like I said, it's an open beta right now. You can check out the not only the trailer that they put out, but there is a GitHub that has the documentation for it and you can get it right now um i'm gonna be messing with it i'll get yeah. a more feedback and more of an actual impression by next week but this came out came across my desk and i was like yes we'll sit down i'm gonna try this out because yeah. i think it's amazing i'm gonna try it too but i also recall there was a game that somebody did uh this for i just don't remember what implemented this and then mm. it just never showed up again i don't know if it was like skull girls or if it was like them fighting hurts something 
specifically had something like this, but I don't know if it was this complicated, but it was something close to it. Just from what I'm trying to think about what it was, but God. Uh, but yeah, no, that's really it. Like, uh, if you want to go get a chance to check it out, it's an open beta. So they'll be taking all kinds of, uh, feedback from you guys. And like I said, this works for any game on PC. So really there's no limit to it, which is really, really awesome. Uh, one tidbit here. So golden guardians, uh, the esports organization that is, uh, I believe they are right under the golden state warriors, uh, made a kind of parody direct, uh, recently, where they signed on some new Smash players. Uh, recently, they only had, I believe, only one Smash player, but has since uh, included the likes of, well, as soon as I can bring up to it, Tomf, PPMD, and none. So all Melee players, uh, they have, you know, Melee representation there. Uh, it's I thought it was a really cool announcement. Very creative. Um, they're definitely doing some content with them, which is good. But anyway, an org can help facilitate, you know, uh, a, a better means for players that are definitely out there proving themselves, making a grind, uh, and can get supported. It's a win for me. Um, I just thought their overall, pre- overall presentation was pretty sick. It was like a 10 minute video. They kind of made it as direct, did parodies of it. Uh, so if you had, had a chance to go check it out, I suggest you go check it out on their YouTube page, which is GG Melee on YouTube. Uh, what do we got? Oh, this one was a little fun piece. I wanted to do it last week, but. Uh, this is a segment we've done a couple times before, and this is the fighting game anniversaries. Uh, this is actually put together by a Reddit user called FG Anniversaries. Uh, just did week 15. That has just passed, which is pretty sick. And uh, I thought I had my actual title for it, but I guess I saved over it at some point. Nice. Uh, anyway, uh, he basically compiles a list as to what went on this week in mo- a multitude of different years, which is pretty dope. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of like weird to think that some of these things happened like so many so many years ago uh so the fact that let me see we got the uh guilty gear strive starter guy number one was on april 13th of 2020 you know last year it's already been a year since we started getting these guides out and they're still getting them out to my knowledge i don't think there's one for every player or every character yet um let me see what else is there the injustice 2 scarecrow gameplay trailer that was back in 2017 today whoa uh, also also the launch trailer for injustice one was today eight years ago meza uh, that, so meza this means oh. that in 2013 this week we went to civil war because injustice just came out oh wow oh my god <laughs> Oh, Noble was announced as the first. <laughs> Noble was announced as the first DLC character, and Injustice oh Gods God. Among Us launch trailer. Sorry to interrupt you, uh, what? but that's just reminis- reminiscing. Yeah. Reminiscing for real. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it, it is a trip. Like, and think- Justice Gods Among Us initially released in the U.S. April sixteenth, twenty thirteen. I think Grover what? won that. He won uh he won, he won on BB no. Time. I mean, not Persona, yeah, Persona, sorry. He won Persona against uh, Lord Knight. I thought Lord LK Knight did. Won. I know we brought LK home. Did he? God, you're talking about Persona. Sorry, Jeez. he's gonna help our soul. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like it's been that while, like long yeah. ago. Um it's kind of wild. But yeah, so he, he kind of broke down the entire week's worth of it, hitting a bunch of different things. I know the Adjustice one was pretty big, but like Ultra Street Fighter four opening was our release date for it, uh, 2015 on the PS4, six years ago this week. Oh, but the 2014 uh, DiCapri, one was there. The Capri alt costume oh. reveal 
Yeah. Was it back in 20... What was that? 2015? Y'all remember this one? Uh, I didn't forget that, that one. Oh, I forgot how to get that oh, one. Oh, man. I don't remember that. Cool. I, I don't know how hmm. to get that one. I, remember I never had it. One too you don't want it. Hugo. I do remember this one. I'll, I'll ask Rob. He'll probably have an idea of how to get it. Because, you know, he has every damn costume for each Street Fighter game. But yeah, so it uh, goes on to break down a whole lot of other things. Those That's are just cool. some of the ones that stuck out at me that I'm just kind of like, Ugh! that was just so like long Eternal ago. Champions? Mortal Kombat 2 releasing on PS3 in, uh, in North America. 2007. Wow. 14 years ago. I still remember when Hyper Fighting got released on the Xbox Live. And I lost my damn mind for Street Fighter 2. And that like helped ignite so much. But yeah, if you guys want to check out more of these anniversaries, go check out. Uh, the subreddit fighters uh, shout outs of course to FG anniversaries um, I always ask to make sure that we're able and allowed to post this up some amazing work my man is out there archiving some of like incredible moments for us that we're just thinking it's just a memory but now I don't realize how long it's been till you actually see a date tied to it it's kind of wild uh, so with that we've got uh, one tweak here yeah let, hit me all right who hit me with the Gundam who's got right, who's got so- Gundam? Basically, uh, if you guys didn't know, PlayStation is now taking over uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Extreme versus Maxi Boost on as they're going to be doing their 2v2s. And uh, you could team up and actually do the tournament series, which just like BB Tag, uh, Soul Calibur, and as well as I believe Mortal Kombat, they've been doing that. Yep. So you guys can definitely uh, find your best friend, go do that now, and just tag team it all the way to the top. I mean, Sony's involved, so you, you know there's money, so... Just a hundred bucks, you know, every every other every week, and then you play in the monthly. You also got, I think you got some exclusive wallpapers yep. and such too. And themes also says championship on it. it. Says uh, champion first of all, on the it. Source for place. this Gundam is uh, ridiculous. Um, anyway, yeah, it is an open series. I actually am a fan of the open series for PlayStation. They've been doing it for Mortal Kombat, so Caliber Blaze Blue, I believe, as well, mm-hmm. uh, or or BB Tag, excuse me, for quite some time. It's pretty sick. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're just supporting. So this could just be one of those extra moves, right? You know, Sony did buy up Evo. They might be looking to really move into that market. This is just another play on it. Um, but yeah, regardless, it's pretty cool to see support for another, uh, another scene. You actually don't realize how big this scene is until you actually, you know, know someone actually start diving into it. It's fucking huge. Like it is really, really big. The Gundam two v twos or just one v ones like this are really, really competitive. There is a very big growing scene, um, and I guess they see the same deal and they see the value in it, and they decided, you know what? Hey, let's support I these mean, guys, even if it's at a small level. You could pull. Japan has such a big scene. It'd be nice to pull them over just to you know play in general because online isn't that bad. If you have, oh yeah, absolutely, that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, our last piece that we're actually going to get into. Because uh, I know this has been a little bit of a longer show, guys. Just bear with us. Is the community question? So we talked about this last week. I brought it up, uh, and I want to hear from you guys. A community question for those that don't know what it was is: uh, with all the character archetypes that we have in fighting games, you know, we all have our own reasons to play certain characters. Could be the hair, could be the style, could be what they say, could be a super. I've seen people go as far as like, oh, their theme is cool, so I'm just going to play them because their theme. Like, it's people got their reasons. But on the other side of that, especially in the competitive scene, um, and of course in the casual, but I, uh, you know, it, it kind of mixes there, is with all the character archetypes that we have, your standards, your rushdowns, your mix-ups, zoners, trap, 
puppet grappler, your half-blood grapplers that they don't know what the hell they're doing. They're like in a weird teenage phase where they just don't know anything. Uh, and then your stance, stack slash ammo reload characters. Those are just the examples I gave out there. Which ones that you come across, you maybe are in training, a new opponent has entered the ring. You're like, all right, cool. Let's jump in. And you see it's this character, this archetype. And you're just like, fuck, <laughs> I don't want to play against this character or this, or maybe this archetype. Which ones give you that feeling? I'll let you two guys go first. I hate it. playing everybody. I hate playing every character. <laughs> every um, character that's not my character is the wrong archetype. Every character gets on my nerves. But um, I'm, I'm thinking about all the games that I play. And I mean, you know how much I hate playing Alex. But um, that is true. Oh, my God. Quickest way to get, get under strategy's skin, play Alex. It's because, I mean, I'm a nut, but Alex players are even more nutty. Uh. Because they know that they're bad, so they just do. So it's just oh, wild. That's some um, bold, bold statement, so, sir. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, damn. Like, I mean, I hate fighting poison, but it's bearable. It's not as bad as just fighting Alex because they just think they can do so much. I don't know, man. It, it's tough, but I think what's, it's, what's I think it's more of a player. More of a player, like a player, a player it's mentality like, of like, like. So a player who is so methodical, I think methodical maybe. No, so lately, lately I'll tell you what. No, 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 no. He doesn't no, no. like to play players <laughs> no, that are better what, than him. Tell you what, tell you what, he tell likes you what. No, no, to no. just stomp and bully. Y'all heard it here. I got it. The 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 player that is anno- that annoys me is one who doesn't condition. I talked about this recently, and it's for me. It's more of a player. It's not a character. And when there's a, ca- I guess you could say when somebody's playing a character that ignores conditioning that gets on my nerves because then there's not a mental stability there so when the character that's maybe why i hate alex because when i get knocked down listen when i get knocked down i know the options the option is like crouch like the 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 down forward fears which is like why is that Mm -hmm. negative two of some sort i can't jump out because he might do it again and it's like it's it, it's the mind game there, and that ignores the conditioning on my end. Because if I backdash, I still might get heavy kicked and crush countered. So, a character that emphasizes of to not being red. That's that's the archetype that Static G just can't deal or really can't be conditioned. Okay, mm-hmm. that's a that was a very very not. My man took the, he took, the, took the he took the SATs and like there was no E option. He just wrote E and then circled the bubble for that one, like this kind, completely out there. Shoot. But I can I can I can I can understand that. Mezzo, what about you? What um, character do you see that you're just like no? I think anytime Virgil. I touch it because I I'm what no definitely not. I actually don't mind Virgil. <laughs> Uh, I'm the type of player who's always been a rushdown player, who's been a methodical rushdown player. I've even picked up zoners that I've turned into rushdown characters with zoning tools. So ultimately, I hate any character who is pure zoning uh, and can mm. turn that into anything they want because it slows me down. It's not, and I just say this from the standpoint of playing like against Morgan, playing against Peacock and you know Skullgirls. Like mm-hmm. I, I try to take what they do and make them aggressive characters. So that people can't play them anymore like that. It's kind of like watching Guile turn into what Knuckle did, did Knuckle Do did, so that now people are like, oh God, Guile can move. He's not just staying far away. So it's like those are the characters I hate the most. 
but I want to take them apart and make them something different so people follow that. So I hate zoners. Zoners probably the my my most hated thing because I like to get in that okay. ass. All right, all right, ass, you know. Um, my mine's is kind of be kind of the the uh, the, the same route when it comes to G. Where I'm gonna go a little bit off left field here is non committal characters. <laughs> so if you if you, Laura. if you don't know what that means. Are the characters so yeah, there's different you can you can break down even more archetypes than the ones I listed. Those were just examples for you guys. You guys didn't have to stick to it. But for me, it was characters that are non-committal, as in they have an action that helps cover a, a certain aspect, certain range. Could be an example, a fireball, a very slow fireball, um, venoms, your 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 guiles, um, your Lauras, like um, as I said, where you can throw it out there and it'll still be out there, it'll still be active. They are free to still move and do something and cover an entire other range of the of the of the stage. So now I have to work. I have to have two pieces: a character that creates multiple pieces for me that I have to worry about, but they don't have to commit to a specific one because it's a set it and forget it kind of deal. Those tend to be the most annoying for me because I have to always think of those two options because nine times out of ten, that one option covers the other in some way. Like if I do this, I will still get hit with a fireball here. Or with some sort of setup afterwards that's gonna lead me into a bad situation. So a character that doesn't have to commit, because I think when you commit to something, you're you're putting your read, you're putting your soul into that button, that guess, that read, whatever, that action, you're committing to it. You're locked into it. But then the characters are like, I will do this, but I don't have to commit to it because I can still I still can I got neutral, dog. I can still move. I'm in neutral stance. I can do what the fuck I want and do anything Morgan. else. I could just do nothing and you still have to hold this because the fireball is out there. Those I think are the most the ones that I just get the most annoyed at playing because I'm like, man, I have to sweat twice as hard just to just to be able to move while you're just like set it, forget it. I get to do X, Y, and Z. Good luck. That that's that's the character archetype that I tend to have the most frustration playing against because it also limits me even more right and you don't want to play fighting games to be limited you want to have mm-hmm. limitless possibilities uh, but you know the goal the goal of the opponent is to you know to, to to stop you from doing that all right so let's take a look at some of the discords uh, answers that we got from you guys once again guys if you want to get into the community questions you just have to follow us on discord you'll find out more about this at the end of the show so leonix hits us with uh the kind of characters that drive me nuts are the ones that are like this that are like this crazy hybrids of unga bunga mix up and rush down perfect example shadow jago uh, if you can get your reads on you can blow them up but if you can't or your reactions are off he's just gonna it's just pure overwhelming with his ability to attack you from a variety of angles yeah characters that are just smothering you he just he doesn't like to be smothered. he likes his space like come on girl like seriously you're smothering me like stay over there it's cool stay on your side of the couch i want to be here let's 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 enjoy uh I don't know what 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 show. Let's enjoy not WandaVision. Let's show enjoy uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier together. But you be over there. All right. You're <laughs> smothering me. That's what Leonis is telling me. He does not like to be smothered. He does not like to get hit at different angles. I can respect that. Um, because once again, it's limiting your options. But it's way faster too, right? It's like if you don't get the right read or your reaction times are not there and you and you can't blow them up for it, it's just it's just not a really good feeling. You feel like you're just like, okay, this is a one player game. Nobody wants to be the two-player in a one-player game because that means you don't get to play. Uh, let's see. Fatman333 hits us with characters I don't overly care for are pure zoners. 
characters such as New 13, Dalsim, Jade, etc. I understand I understand the game plan of fighting them, but the but the innate lack of patience definitely holds me back against them. Understood. Some people can't take a breather. Some people just want to go in. Ex- you know, example A right here to to my left, your or your left, my right. Meza, my team works. he just wants to go in. So if you're preventing him, if you're putting up the stop sign, if you're the crossing guard making sure the kids can get through, Meza's already ready on the pedal because he's like, yo, I ain't got time for this. I'm going to run over to the damn kids because I'm trying to go. Little kids shouldn't be shot. I've seen Meza do this anyway. live. It's crazy. They Never be in a car with Meza. That's, that's, my, that's my tip for everybody. Stay at out home. If you ever meet this man in real life and he's like, yo, I'm going somewhere, don't get in the car with him. It's just, I, I actually you just don't, don't want to do fast. that. Very slow. <laughs> <laughs> I actually get told I drive like a granny, and I'm like, it's because I have somebody in the car. If if Mez's insurance uh, car insurance company is listening, I was just kidding. Uh, don't jack up my man's rate. He looks at his email. What? Twenty uh, percent up. What's going on here? That lizard needs to pay. Uh, Karnovsky <laughs> hits us with uh, kind of an interesting take. Uh, he states it isn't so much a character type, but a type of move that I hate. Teleporting. <laughs> I don't really mind Dalsim, but stuff like Ermac and MK9 always drove me insane. It doesn't help that about half of the MK characters can teleport in some way. Yeah, sorry, dog. If you're, you're playing MK, yeah, you're going to deal with some teleports, whether they're actual like Scorpion-type teleports from left to right, so your sectors that are just going to track you vertically, or your Shivas. God forbid you're playing MK11 right now, where Shiva's Dragon Stomp is just oh, yeah. destroying the meta. It's so hard to tell uh, where she's coming from. Yo, yo, you really don't want to deal with that. Um, but I can... Because I can, it's like, you know, it's about controlling space. And a teleport straight up ignores the idea of being zoned, straight up ignores any kind of effort towards that. It's just... I do this input, and I am next to you, above you, behind you, or coming down to hit you. I can see why he could be like, you know what? Fuck that. Not about that life. Um, let's see. We kind of got a little bit of a reoccurring theme here. Uh, one, uh, one last salute. Uh, he initially gave us who he liked playing. Wrote, wrote, read it wrong, but it's cool, dog. I got you on the next community oh, question. Oh no, we'll I know sure what he said. Though I got it though. He but then he it. instantly goes, "Oh my bad, I had it wrong." Zoners. Yo, our listeners apparently just want to go in. Yes. I can respect that. I can respect that. Uh, let's see. Um, what else do we have here? Oh, uh, Dr. Doobie. I feel like two archetypes that are a problem for new players slash impatient players are zoners and, disclaimer, characters with super armor. Generally grapplers, uh, pretty much any character that says, you want to push buttons, that's cute. Now die. You know what's funny? <laughs> pretty much I'm- sums it up. I actually like that comment because I was going to say one thing I think we can all agree on is characters with super armor are the most annoying characters in the world. You just shouldn't deserve super armor for nothing just to get everything. Characters that are lacking in one area, but then getting it makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Like scroll. Scroll doesn't make sense in Marvel. It doesn't. Yeah, no, just doesn't it it doesn't. It really doesn't. He has everything. An EX move that gives you super armor makes sense. You traded a bar a meter yeah. to have maybe a hit of armor. This character um, just spins I, I, and he has armor. Yeah, I, I feel bad because I'm like, okay, well, I play Viking. Like, she can just she can she could just eat all these moves, all these hits, and I can go in for a grab. But it's low. Uh it's it's uh what is it? Uh uh low vulnerable. So you just have to trip her or hit her down on low that you have to block low and it, it doesn't matter. It's, it's it's super armor, but technically not. It's like more like hyper armor because it's like you can get multiple hits in, but all you gotta do is hit low. That's how you balance it. But there are characters that just they don't give don't. a shit. <laughs> High, low, mid, overhead, it's all the behind same. the back, reach around. Monster don't Hunter. care. You're gonna eat this. Monster Hunter had yeah. that. Uh, she had all the tools. She was just a little slow, but that didn't stop her. Yeah. I mean, 
but but her swinging that sword gave her gave her that armor yeah straight up uh but yeah so (laughs) it was Uh, so that does it for the community question (laughs) that does it for the community question guys thank you very much for getting the uh getting the input there i guess you know we know more or less now that people just want to rush in i I just want to press forward w key you know four or six i don't want to hold back there's no such thing it's only forward so i can appreciate it yeah y'all y'all just y'all just know what what to do best and i guess it's just to press some buttons and not let anybody else stop you all right so once again thank you for everyone that did uh contribute to that um with that uh guys that's actually gonna wrap up this episode man i am definitely parched i'm gonna get me a big old glass of water after this but thanks a lot for hanging out thanks a lot for sticking with us for another week of double tap i know it's been a little bit longer but we had plenty to carry on yeah and cover uh, so I want you guys to make sure to follow this show at Double Tap FGC. You can follow me at Crash Tag VS. You can follow Meza at Meza FGC. Newly added to the one mentality. What is it? One mentality. One yeah, mental, one mentality. I'm so crazy for playing one game. I don't one, know. The, the, one mentality. The yeah, we were crazy for playing just one game, but that's why we're okay, expanding. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so it's just one okay. M. So you can just say one. Okay, M. one M. One M Meza. Go check them out. Go check out the org on Twitter. Static G at Static Gorilla on Twitter on Twitch. He's still streaming Tomb Raider two trying to get one. past part two yeah just in okay. Tibetan he's on two right now so he's stuck huh there we go no, i wasn't I just, sure i, I wasn't sure because... like a week there you oh, go hey, man, sometimes you're t- feeling it sometimes you're not stuck in tibet what it is. man stuck in tibet you don't want to see our pointy right, nipples so... wow <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the dial Dude, one stage up. took me like three you know hours and then i forgot to save and it took me to the previous stage so there's that. Listen, Story no, for don't another disrespect time. Disrespect the Lara. Do not disrespect those one, two, three, four, like four polygons. They shaped a lot of kids' grow uh, 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 childhoods. All right. <laughs> they asked, they, people ask like a lot of questions. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. So guys, make sure to follow us there. You can follow Master's Buns at the Mash Network, of course, to check out when we go live. Uh, when they actually when the shows go up and running. Maybe you can check out the other shows that we have going on there on the MTV site. If you want to get involved on the community question or just want to talk some nonsense, make sure to follow us or actually join, excuse me, our Discord at mash.gg forward slash Discord. There's a double tap section there. Get yourself an FGC flair. We'll start talking. We get tend to post up articles, things that we want to discuss. Like I said, community questions, as well as just regular articles that we'll include and cover here on this show. You can do that on the Discord, mash.gg forward slash Discord. Go check it out. Uh, you guys can support the show by sharing. So uh, support us by giving us review. I, we've been getting tagged lately on you know several different content lists that people are asking like oh who's the content like you know podcast you guys like to listen to we've been getting tagged all love to those that have been doing it we appreciate it and for those that are going to do it in the future as well and to those that have already done it too we keep showing up on lists and I'm just like oh it's very nice um I think there might be better shows out there but you decided to to, to sit down and listen to us and put us out there so for so that humble, so humble. appreciate you guys for real uh and yeah like i said sharing the show helps a whole lot supports us uh just getting in front of more people and rating and reviewing the show whether it's on spotify itunes wherever there is a reviewing system for it on whatever podcast platform of it please feel free to review the show give us some ideas as to what we're doing right so we can keep doing it when we're doing wrong so we can go back learn to match up and come back even stronger make sure to stay tuned after the show for everything else that's going on here on the mtb network i'm crash that's meza hold on am i right yep. yeah that's yeah, meza right. that's G. I'm going to go get some water. Remember, if they're plus, don't respect it. Press a button. DP. See you guys next week. We'll be live once again. DP, just do it. Who cares? All right. Till then, you guys have a good week. See you guys later.
Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at Twitter.com slash The Mash Network, Facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at Mash.gg slash Discord. 